episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh, Broads, I am just, I am just tangling with excitement because two of our most favorite people are here. We are reunited via Zoom, unfortunately. Maybe one day it'll be in person again, but for now... It is via the internets, and it's Justine and Natasha from Two Black Girls, One Rose. Hi, guys. <laughs> when, did uh, ha- when were you guys last on? Was it like seven? August. September? Okay. August, September. <laughs> wow. Feels like it's been years. I know. I know. <laughs> There's been a lot that's been happening since. So much yeah. has happened. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so much has happened a uh, two well almost now two seasons of this show mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. you know I want to know okay let, let's just let's just dive into this because yeah I'm like where do we even begin like are we talking about Matt are we talking about all the crazy extracurricular bachelor activity like where do we even <laughs> well, where do we even start well oh boy okay maybe maybe on on maybe a more positive note should we start on what you all thought about Tasha's season because we're gonna call it Tasha's oh, yeah, season yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and zach and zach thoughts on zach anyway go for it <laughs> yeah uh love Tasha's season probably one of my favorites yeah probably one of the best um she was a phenomenal bachelorette and i think the cast of men were I mean, so many of them had never even, you can tell they never like watched the show before. (laughs) So they were like all newbies, which is really refreshing. Um, And then there was just like really a a strong emphasis on Tasia's love story. Like all Mm -hmm. the drama and stuff kind of got cast to the side. And that was awesome to see because we're, especially now in Mad Season, we're like knee deep in extracurricular drama, but then so much bullshit on his season with Victoria. Like it was nice to have a season just focused on their love. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love Zach. <sighs> love the end story. Mm-hmm. Just love it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think maybe was it the best proposal we've ever seen? Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was up there. I uh my I mom it. my mom missed the season and she's currently rewatching it and she was just like so I'm reliving through it with her now. <laughs> And she's yeah. she was like uh, this last weekend I was at her house and she's like I'm watching the final episode I'm like girl let me watch this proposal with you again and I was just <laughs> even more like crying harder now knowing that they're just together still and so happy. I know. I know. I know. Yes. I was at Natasha's house and I was crying. We were both crying sitting on the we're couch. We're both crying. <laughs> like oh my god. Separate ends of the couch like <laughs> <laughs> reaching out to one another. <laughs> I think what's so okay what's so crazy to me though about Tasha's season is I fully believe that a lot of those guys were cast for Claire's season including Zach because they needed older dudes Mm -hmm. so as much of a shit show as all of Claire's stuff was like Mm -hmm. we would not have had the same season had it not been for Claire because yeah. of the guys yeah. and so many of the guys were right reasons because they were older mm-hmm. dudes who I think they're right. friends and family cast for the show because mm-hmm. Claire was the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. So I kind of mm-hmm. love that aspect of it. Yeah, love that. And also I think Tasia was just, she came ready. She was like, I'm looking for love. I need a husband. She's not mm-hmm. playing any games. No. I think one thing that Justine said um, was she chose herself. 
it was like, do I go down the same route or do I choose the easy route? Mm-hmm. Um, and easy, not bad. Zach, life with Zach looks beautiful. Choose that. And she chose that <laughs> yes. for herself. I loved it. <laughs> okay. So in contrast, what do you think about Matt's quest for love? I mean, we'll get into more of it, but I'm just curious specifically because you said like Tasha was not playing around. She was looking for like a husband what do you think about Matt? Do you think that he's playing around? I don't even think he knows he's playing around, but he is. <laughs> and I said this on our pod when we recorded that the moment I knew he wasn't picking Michelle was when he said, it'll be comfortable. This will be great. Life, I can see it now. Life with Michelle is easy, breezy, and comfortable and great. I can see it. It's great. And I was like, oh, he's not picking her. and that is work that he has to do inner work he has to do maturity all the rest of that i'm sure he's gonna get there full full speed ahead after this is over but Mm. yeah i think that's fucking true it's so true true. because you think about how taisha would have handled okay so we talked about this last night when we were recapping about how Matt handled when Rachel was doing the pouty pouty non-communicative mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like okay well I am upset because uh-huh. of this how Tasha would have handled that in contrast Matt was just like leading a horse to <laughs> right. water what's the oh my God, we got the freezer on too we had a whole struggle with that same phrase I still don't know what it is <laughs> Lead the horse to water, let him drink it, something. <laughs> a horse to a trough? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Giving a horse a salt lick? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. God. That is so weird that I decided to use that phrase then, random. Okay. Like leading a horse to something that it wants. Mm-hmm. He just like was all in it like, oh, baby, no, you know, playing that whole game immediately. What Taisha would have done, on the other hand, Taisha would have been like, if you're struggling, like, you need to let me know so that I can mm-hmm. do something for you. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I can't do anything for you if you don't communicate. I can't read what's going on in your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Matt was like, drama? Like, it's mm-hmm. hot. Yeah. <laughs> he has a higher threshold for, like, games and... Uh. um just foolery that I think Tasia just she came in locked and loaded just I, I literally she's like I don't have time for this I'm not putting myself through this to be in the end with somebody who doesn't know what they want or who's gonna have me playing guessing games and Matt has a seems to have a higher threshold for that mm-hmm. and as Justine said Michelle is like this teacher from Minnesota like the whole thing is like great go that way oh and gosh, he's yeah. he's being tugged to the other way that just seems like a life of strife i don't know (laughs) i mean when was the last time that we've seen a male lead on the show not be all caught up in that though yeah Mm -hmm. Ari, i was gonna say ari but even that he switched it up i don't know (laughs) he he got bored (laughs) yeah he tried to mix it up towards the end there exactly Yeah, no, no, but he so went. True. Okay, well, that's enough. We won't even go into that because Gray and I are rewatching it right now. But he put Crystal in her place. Yes, he did. He did. He did. I remember that. 
I re- after the wedding date or some shit. I remember that. Yeah, he was like, uh-uh, oh, like yes. you're gonna you're gonna Come stay on. up here. Yeah. I'm gonna go downstairs, yeah. and you're gonna think about what you yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Forgot about that. All right, broads. Well, we're going to take a quick pause. And let me tell you this. We're all very aware, if you're a parent especially, that kids need constant entertainment, right? I mean, I swear to you, my daughter has an endless supply of energy and curiosity, which I love, but she definitely keeps me on my toes looking for new ways to keep her engaged and fostering her curiosity. And her favorite activity to do, without a doubt, comes straight from her KiwiCo subscription box every month. They are just the best when it comes to educational, parent-friendly, and kid-approved projects. Jess, can I just tell you that I did Ruth and I's like first real Ruth and my first real KiwiCo box together because like before it was just toys, but now yes. it's like actual little crafts and activities. It, she was obsessed with it. And it was it, so much fun to like be doing a little project it everything? with her. It's so fun. And they, they make it so like good for each age that they're actually able to do it like really well. It was it's so perfect. exciting. Like, yeah. yeah, she loved it. Okay, anyway. Um, so if you don't know what KiwiCo is, they deliver project crates that focus on, a, on single subjects like science, math, geography, or art. They're for kiddos of all ages too. And they help teach kids new concepts in ways that really make sense to them and are interesting to them and you know fun to do with them too as the adult whether that's exploring the solar system or learning about chemistry through colorful lab sets or even discovering architecture through cityscapes each crate encourages children to be innovators and creative thinkers and we just love it around here absolutely love it and if you follow me on social media you've probably seen videos of my daughter ember freaking out over her kiwico boxes she absolutely loves them and as a parent it's just so much fun to see her do all these projects like beck and i are just talking about and learn a new subject matter all on her own and kiwico does such a good job of including everything you could possibly need inside the crate and making the instructions simple enough that kiddos can do their own crates independently like we were saying which instills confidence in them and seeing that really is the best feeling in the world KiwiCode is, they're redefining learning. They have hands-on projects that really build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. And there's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. And you're going to get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code chatty at kiwico.com. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com, promo code chatty. Well, Broads, I don't want to harp on something we are all very painfully aware of, but we are coming up on one year of this new normal, which is so Oh, my God. And I have to ask, Broads, are you okay? And I know the instinct when someone asks you if you're okay is probably to just brush it off. I know that I always go like, I'm fine, but we've been through a wild ride of a year. And if you're not okay, that's okay. Trust me, you're not alone. No more uh, or now more than ever is the perfect time to prioritize your mental health. And with Talkspace, it's easier and more accessible than ever before. I mean, really, like if you're like me, if you're a mom who's, you know, working from home, how are you going to find time to like go to a Mm -hmm. therapist? I mean, Talkspace makes it really easy. If you've considered therapy in the past, but for whatever reason, didn't follow through, you know, maybe you're like me. Talkspace is what you've been waiting for. The whole process is done digitally, which means no waiting rooms or no trying to find access to in-network doctors who are also in your area. You'll have access to your dedicated therapist 24-7 via unlimited messaging. So that means you can really be held accountable and make noticeable changes. And the best part is Talkspace costs just a fraction of the cost 
of in-person therapy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Talkspace can help. With therapists in over 40 different specialties, there is a perfect match for you just waiting to help. I am a huge advocate for therapy. And if you're on the fence, I can't encourage you enough to give it a try. Having an unbiased person to listen can work wonders for your mental health. Trust. Trust me. And as a listener of Chatty Broads, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. So to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app and make sure to use code Chatty to get $100 off your first month and you can show your support for the show. That's Chatty at Talkspace.com. Yeah, no, that's anyway. so true, huh? That all the all the men... I mean, I mean Peter... I, <laughs> Peter, well, my God. I mean, that's not even... Sometimes his mama too. His, his mother <laughs> yeah. loves drama and mess. So. Love the mess. You see where he get it from. <laughs> yep. And she's been she's been doing a lot of a, uh, a nice IGTV. She's doing. Um, that she's having on Instagram. Have you seen? She's having random followers hop on, and she's doing like a talk show with random. Followers. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yep. Somebody get his mama off of social media. This is crazy. <laughs> Let's get her on the pod. We need her on the pod. Oh yeah, we want. You know she'd say way too much shit. You know uh, she yeah. would just. She gonna oh. spill it. You know that she, she was doing. She, she was doing lives with Dylan's mom. Remember? Yes, yes. She was. She was at doing lives <laughs> with other moms from like different casts, and it was just like, oh my Did God. your sweet baby? It was probably. Did your sweet baby also suffer the backlash of the show? <laughs> <laughs> How is your darling doing? Speaking of Peter, I saw um, some TikTok that's floating around where there's like numerous girls that have been posting videos of like, oh, uh, this is my sister and she brought Pete home and he's just like going to random, going to clubs and going to <laughs> going home with random no. girls and just they're like videoing him. And I'm just no. like, Peter, oh for why am I not surprised? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Why am I not surprised at all? <laughs> the love of God. No NBA, nothing. You know, right? Give us Take shit. those phones. Right. Gather them up for a basket. Like what? <laughs> oh no! You'd think that it'd be like Peter. <laughs> I mean, okay, you're going to go to a club. You're going to take, you're going to go home with someone. Maybe bring her back to your hotel room or something. Your you're place. going home with these like He's groups. like, this is what I do at my parents' house. We just go and, f- and fuck in the, in the den while they're in the kitchen. Jesus. <laughs> no, for real. Oh my God. It's a family oh affair. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, remember what Jack said. He was like, Peter, you like to party. You like to have mm-hmm. a good time. Jack let Jack let us know what the man is all Jack about. Let us know. Exactly. <laughs> this, is a, this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Yeah. We knew this man's true colors. It's <laughs> we knew true. It. It's true. You know, I do get the energy from Peter <laughs> that like as much, let's just say he listened to all of our podcasts and hear all of the shit we talk on him. I he's the type of guy that I feel like you'd you'd bump into him at a club and he'd be like, oh yeah, you talked a ton of shit on your podcast. And I'd be like, you want to come back to the house and party? And he'd be like, why not? And yeah. he, would be like, he would forgive and forget very easily. A little bit of Casamigos. And he's just like, did I tell you about my plane? <laughs> like, I feel like mm-hmm. he'd move yeah. on quickly. <laughs> Honestly, very. I respect that. I respect that energy from him. Um, I just don't want to see it on my TV anymore is kind of how I feel. Exactly. No. I don't want to watch a season of it. 
So speaking okay, of watching, yeah, go, go <laughs> yeah, ahead. Yeah, no. So, okay, so so Matt season. Um, mm-hmm. I know that you two have thoughts and feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the first things I wanted to ask about is towards the top of the season, at the top of the season, when Matt um, had the conversation with Chris Harrison, the first sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I heard on uh, both your podcast about you know, basically him saying like, this was the moment where it's like, you should just say that you're going to pick a white girl. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you talk about y'all's thoughts on that? Like in that, that conversation, because Beck and I didn't really get into it. We wanted to have this discussion with both of you. Cause after seeing your thoughts on your podcast, I'm like, okay, I want to hear from Justine and Natasha on this. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, as a white woman listening to it, I'm kind of just like, okay, like, these are experiences that he's talking about that he's going to have to go through the certain pressures that I hadn't thought about. And so that's the way that I'm processing it. And then listening to your episode afterwards, I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think he wanted um, to open up a discussion to let us all know that we as black viewers are not should not have the expectation of a black love story on this Mm. particular season. Mm -hmm. Um, Chris Harrison was obviously the wrong person to facilitate said discussion. He was like, what do you mean, man? Peace and love. Everybody, (laughs) what are you talking about? A race? That's not a thing. It's a construct. Like he was just so um, tone deaf to the entire situation. And I asked some of my white friends who watched the show what they thought and they were like what conversation what do you mean i don't remember so he Uh, was talking to black viewers i think mm -hmm. you know um Mm -hmm. and saying like i'm not gonna do what you think i'm gonna do um which or don't have any expectations don't have an expectation yeah nope nope which like i said is fine but i don't think the first black bachelor should have to have a uh a uh, warning, a surgeon general warning at the front of right. the season, you know? I don't right. think mm-hmm. I think also like, yeah, it was almost like he was speaking can come off as like speaking cryptically. Like I don't want certain groups to be afraid like to be mad or blah 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 blah. But it wasn't cryptic to the black viewer who was watching. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, he's speaking to me. He's letting me know he's choosing a white girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was very direct and clear. And I was like, oh, so this is how we're starting off the first Black Bachelor season with this conversation. These right. are words coming out of his mouth. And he's doing it with Chris Harrison, who was so ill-equipped for this conversation. Then, oh, okay, man. let's start the season. <laughs> like, yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah, it I is mean, funny because it came off to us. It came off to us totally differently. We're like, wow, yeah. he's acknowledging that like he won't be able to please everyone, and like you know <laughs> that uh, that different people are going to have different expectations for him, etc. But when you when you frame it in that context, it makes a lot of sense. And then now watching the rest of the season, it and I mean we don't know for sure how it ends, but right. I'm, I've been saying for the past four weeks, I'm like it's Rachel all the way. He's picking Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I think I under I understand what he's saying and that I mean, Rachel Lindsay, same thing. She was the first black bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Um, There are there's there's that extra pressure of black people watching like you better pick a black guy. Like, Uh I, I understand what he's saying, but I think 
in that conversation, you know, Chris Harrison asked him, like, what are your worries? And he was saying, like, one of his biggest worries is mm-hmm. this expectation, this pressure. And it's like, this is your biggest worry after being mm-hmm. the, the first Black Bachelor for this this here franchise? That's your biggest worry? Like, mm-hmm. that, all of that kind of, like, sat wrong. And then just the conversation with Chris just felt clunky and he was not the one to do it. So He was not the individual who should have been having this initial conversation to start the season off. That's for sure. Um, So, okay. So who are the favorites and the least favorites of this season? Ooh. Of the whole season. Yeah. Pick one favorite and one. Okay. There's some obvious least favorites, but I want to know like a non-obvious one. (laughs) Like don't, don't make like, um, don't make like Victoria or Rachel your answers. Oh, okay. Damn. Oh, you know what? Katie, Katie got on my nerves. Really? No, I call her Captain Save a Ho. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. So I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna lie. Now you make me feel like I'm in a safe place. Like at this point. Damn. At this point, like I respect Katie still. And mm-hmm. I think she's nice, but like yeah. I think she's really gonna get on my nerves if I have to watch a whole season of her. Mm-hmm. So, so the, so if she is bachelorette, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the cup of tea that. (laughs) I mean, I can't ever trust it because Hannah Brown was a great bachelorette. She served us up a great season and she got off my, she wasn't even like on my last nerve. I just thought she was like dumb and like, whatever. (laughs) So I can't really trust it just from the uh, one season, but Katie, uh uh-uh, nope. Okay, Katie. Yeah. See, this is this is the hot take I was <laughs> looking for. Yes. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's just I know Justine because we talked about it on the show. It's just like the full story arc that she was given. Mm-hmm. Like she yes. she she comes for the little. She like helps the little guy, and she you know is also sexually like liberated yeah. liberator like all these mm-hmm. things it's like what are we doing here like she's Please. basic i'm sorry she's <laughs> basic she got a tiktok she's a, a bank a <laughs> bank clerk or whatever the hell they told us she was get the fuck oh, out of no. here share for tiktok <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no i love it i love it i'm i'm one of i'm one of the basic i'm a basic who's a basic katie fan i'm just like that's oh fine god. and i can see how you could be a fan of her yeah 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 but i mm. i appreciate see, i appreciate the, the this hot take for the least favorite this is okay this is really though you're for. gonna you're gonna put her above sarah on the docket of like most annoying i mean <laughs> you know but Sarah, I can't even I can't even hate the game because Sarah left and was like, my father is sick. I can't. I have to go. And now she is selling them white polyester dresses on Instagram. <laughs> living. Living. I love it. I love with, it. No, with no even pretenses. Like you don't see her dad in her stories. Nothing. On her post. Nothing. Like she's like, I am his t- caretaker. Then mm-hmm. she's like, boohoo, 20% off. Listen, go for it, girl. Go. Yeah. And there were all, and she walked away and there was like, there was like lore of Sarah. Like, do you know who she dated? Have you heard? Mm-hmm. Did you see all these photos of her? Oh, mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. I do love that. The whole thing. So she walked I... away with a story. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I can't stand Kit. Kit was not. Mm. Kit was probably one of my least favorites mm-hmm. uh, this season. Oh, I just Natasha, don't. You should have heard me coming for her in our first for few Kit? episodes. I was <laughs> saying some vile things about that woman. <laughs> Damn. Oh, no. Vile though. <laughs> What's she doing to you, Megan? <laughs> I was like, the only thing she has to tout is her mom, is her mom and her mom, money. And like, you. I was just, yes. dis- I was disgusted. Yeah, Gross. Becca. That- <laughs> Becca was displeased before the show started to an extreme level. <laughs> yep. yes. Jess's husband was like, "I love it. I think it's funny." And I'm like, "This is literally what's wrong with the world." Is yes. is Kit? <laughs> That's how I felt about everything. Uh, exactly. He- she grew on me. She, she leans into her character being like the privileged white girl from New York City. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. fresh this, out of this is rideshare vibes. Yeah. Right. This is this is. The- I'm like, you're saying you're too good for Uber. <laughs> this is rideshare vibes. Oh my god, <laughs> rideshare. I think I said on our podcast, I was like, yo, Becca is like the Bethany of like how Bethany is on Housewives, and people are like, I want to be a housewife because I could be like Bethany and be. $60 million. No, not every 22 year old on house on the bachelor is ready for marriage and ready for kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just the one. Mm-hmm. Only Becca did that. It's, <laughs> That's it. it's very true. It's very true. Except it's I have true. my beef with, except speaking of Bethany, I'm about to bring in a segue right oh. now. I'm about oh. to bring in a segue right now. Real housewives. Is this a real housewives segue? No, actually, it's a segue to something a bunch of people are asking about. Did you see what Bethany said about the Meghan Markle interview? She got to go. Bethany got to go. Like, she's gone too far. Bitch, she was like, oh, and someone came back at her. I don't know who, I can't remember who. I'm going to have to look it up. I saw it on uh, someone's uh, T Instagram. Um, Mm. Basically, okay, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to find it and read it right now so you guys can. I can believe it. I could. I mean, she said, "Cry me a river." The plight of being a game show host, fairly unknown actress, to suffering in a palace with tiaras and seven-figure weddings for two whole years, to being a household name with Oprah on speed dial, fetching seven million for interviews, hundreds of millions in media deals. Hmm. And then some guy named Christian. Who's Christian Snow? Is that someone famous? Oh yeah, he's like a Bravo guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh okay. okay. He said a lot of people could have said cry me a river to you, a completely unknown softcore porn actress, chef for hire, turned real housewives of New York, fetch, fetching TV projects that would never get you more than a single season as you continue to publicly share your life's struggles. Imagine. Ooh. Christian, Ooh. you ain't wrong. You are not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the lot. No, see the lot. No, damn, she tweeted that or or whatever before or like after or before like, watching like the interview. Right after watching after. the interview, like yeah. right after that shit aired, when the world is is rocked and everyone is like coming off wow. of this, it, like the one of the most intense interviews of our time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Bethany has the gall to tweet that. I mean, <sighs> that's insane. Ooh. Damn, Bethany, that's even just putting her own white privilege aside, she should know out of so many people that money does not solve your problems or does not solve your like. Exactly. What? Watch your marriage burst into flames, girl, (laughs) on TV. (laughs) 
<laughs> we've been watching the divorce for 10 years after <laughs> humble the yourself, humble yourself. <laughs> that's ever oh. happened that we've seen bethany cry about you know and understandably rightly right. five thousand times i've spent about probably an accumulative 30 hours of my whole life watching <laughs> bethany cry about her divorce and i don't even know the woman <laughs> And you're going to come for Megan on this? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, unbelievable. Wow. Absolutely wow. unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, so that was what a lot of people were asking about, though. Um, on the gram, Megan and Harry interview thoughts. Mm. I still haven't uh, watched it. And I haven't heard your thoughts either, Jess. You haven't watched it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, we we already talked about this morning. We're going to probably rewatch this uh, weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take some more, Take some more <laughs> notes. More thoughts. Mm-hmm. Take yeah. Some more notes. Um, yeah, I think it's a must watch. I mean, first of all, Oprah's just like the best interviewer of all time. Mm-hmm. She she leaves no stone unturned. She asks every question. They don't answer at that time. She'll make sure to double back mm-hmm. <laughs> five minutes later and get the answer. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just like very was a comprehensive mm-hmm. pro interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some shocking shit. The royal mm-hmm. family ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Institution, the firm, whatever they call it. Yeah. The Sounds whole- like a wretched place <laughs> to <laughs> be. Wretched. Every time they kept calling it the firm, I felt chills all up and down my body. I was just like, the firm? Mm-hmm. Like, the firm? What does the that mean? Old. Mm-hmm. It's like the organization behind the royal family, I guess. Mm-hmm. If the royal oh. family, like the family, the actual family members, and then there's like the whole organization or the, the company, the institution that yeah. runs the business okay. of the royal family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, sounds like a cold, dark place that mm-hmm. has uh, no care for anyone suffering with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. How they haven't learned since Princess Diana is what's shocking to me. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not too much. <laughs> What was the thing with security? I keep seeing that pop up on social media stuff. Becca, not only did they not have security after at like the start of 2020, hair, they stripped Harry of his security and his finances, right? They were like, you're done. All security. All security. Number two, they had to move in with Tyler Perry. He was the only one who <laughs> protected them. And he Literally took care of them with security. his security. Sorry. Tyler Wait, I'm sorry. Fun <laughs> <One> fact. <laughs> It's like the funnest fact of 2020. <laughs> what? Why? I have so many questions. What do you mean? That, why so did they questions. go to Tyler Perry? I have you no clue. No idea. The royal family kicked them to the corner and Tyler Perry swooped in and saved the day, basically. <laughs> Provided them shelter and security. Like the real, the real royal family. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> for real I mean also no your reaction to Tyler Perry Oprah's face during this interview I mean <laughs> Becca they had to, they they left they left uh, wait why did they strip the, them up okay I'm probably gonna piss off so many people like everyone who's listening to the podcast right now who hasn't watched the interview by now because it's coming out on Thursday yeah um why did they lose their security and their money because they moved because they were like, we gotta go. The oh, they moved out of the palace. Much. I remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. When they moved okay. to Canada, um, mm-hmm. and they, they were like, Harry, you're stripped of your this, your that, da da da. And then now he's stripped of like his titles, his army, everything. Like now everything's really gone. Um, but then they yeah. stripped him of. Uh, they cut him off financially, and then they cut off his security, so he could just walk around in the Trader Joe's. 
with nobody around. Nobody. That's funny. And they also refused to give the baby a title. That was like a huge thing. No explanation as to why. Just coincidentally, this one child, they're not going to title him. Mm -hmm. And because he doesn't have a title, he won't be entitled to any royal security. Mm -hmm. Megan was going through her own mental health issues. She was facing all kinds of, I mean, racial bullying from the press that the firm was not protecting her against. Just a mess. Just a whole bunch of mess. And they both were like, Peace. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and Megan was talking about then before uh, Archie the baby was born that there was conversations about. Oh yeah. No, I've the heard all of his all this. skin and like yeah. And then mm-hmm. every that then coupled with everything else and she was just talking about and we talked about this on our uh, episode uh, our recap uh, uh, of this past uh, fantasy suite episode because we had then listened to Rachel Lindsay on Juliet Littman's and she compared. The conversation with Matt and his dad, obviously, it's very different, but a parallel to mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Me- Megan feeling like I, I put my trust in this royal family and they exploited me mm-hmm. for how ABC, how she's felt through this franchise, how Matt's felt where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, you know, and mm-hmm. that was so clear in this interview. And yeah, I also was just I loved you just you have to watch and I have to rewatch it too. I'm gonna want to do the same thing that both of you are doing because there was so much happening at once that mm-hmm. I was like, oh so my much. god, I can't even process everything Your that's jaws happening. on the floor the whole time. Yep. Like one thing it. after the next. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't believe it. I turned it on and like Evan my husband Evan walked by and he was just like, I don't understand the obsession with the royal family. I don't know mm-hmm. anything, whatever. He walked by in two seconds and he was just like, keep it going. <laughs> he just can't believe it. And it was like, this is unreal. Mm-hmm. And um, I just loved that Oprah too. As soon as Harry came out, she was not letting Harry. She was not. Get away with would, that like no, press uh, PR standard of talking. Cause he was no. very like, you know, I love my grandmother. But yep, and he was talking about the mm-hmm. queen and then also talking about like, you know, the fact that meanwhile he, Megan's just like fuck that bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> up. It's you know what's so weird too, Becca, is that when they were having the conversation, it's it legit sounded like the queen was kind of the only one that they still were like in a relationship oh, yeah. with that they were like had any fondness towards, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're like cut off from Will and Kate. They're like estranged yeah. from Charles, from Will. It seems like only Queen Elizabeth is the only one that they still fuck mm-hmm. with. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was... Like if Prince Philip dies, are they going to go to the funeral? Oh my god! You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Good question. I don't know. And she's <laughs> me, really don't know. She is like, uh, she's like, oh, my baby's doing the summer, girl. Your baby's doing May. She was, yeah. <laughs> she was like a solid, right? Like yeah. Yeah. the baby's coming. That and baby's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like they definitely will now. I I saw that Queen Elizabeth came out today's. By the way, broads, today's Tuesday when we we're recording, and uh, Elizabeth came out with a statement. She did. She made a statement she did? today. Oh, I missed that. It was very PR, very like, we're so, so sorry to hear that Megan felt that way um, from her perspective or said something like bullshit (laughs) like that. You know, that's obviously something that we're going to be privately checking on in our family home, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. It's just Uh like. We'll send we all, an email. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like we oh. all we all saw. We all everybody saw the interview. We all know the bullshit, the creepiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. Terrible. It was, 
Unreal. Very, very weird. Mm -hmm. Unreal. Unreal. Oh, wait. I wanted to say one more thing about that. Yeah. I thought it was crazy how many people I was seeing, not including Bethany, uh, on on social media saying like she she knew what she was getting herself into. And I got to say, like, um, not comparing my experience on The Bachelor to Meghan Markle's entering the royal family, <laughs> but I thought I knew what it was going of. to be like being on a reality TV show. I thought yeah. I knew it was going to be like getting famous, you know. I thought mm-hmm. I knew it was what it was going to be like coming off of The Bachelor. And I was not prepared. And I don't think anyone can really be prepared for that shit until they go through it. I don't, I really don't think you know what you're signing up for until Mm -hmm. you experience it, especially on that massive Mm -hmm. of a scale. And you're obviously going to find out so many like secrets and all this other shit that's going on and all these different ways you have to behave and like codes that you have to abide by Mm -hmm. as being part of the Mm -hmm. royal family. I don't think you can. I don't think anyone can be prepared for that or know what they're no. getting into, like, or when you have kids no. or when you're postpartum and you're being forced to do interviews and like all this, all this crazy God. shit. No. There is no way she knew no. what she was getting herself. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also she, it seemed like she wasn't someone who like knew or obsessed a lot about the royal family before. Like even me, like I, I fought, like I know Harry, I know Kate, I know like the very basics. Sure. I don't same. follow the royal family. Yeah. I think she was kind of the same. And so she, she knew kind of like the surface level and had an expectation like, okay, this is, this is British royalty. It's going to be a little, you know, certain things. I'm going to learn. I don't yeah. think hoity-toity. I don't think she knew like the craziness of British tabloids and mm. that whole layer and how that, I think that was a huge part that she just like did not know was coming her way. Like the crazy backlash and the like insane stories that the press just are able to make up there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think she knew that was coming and I don't yeah. know how anyone would ever know how to prepare for that anyways. Like, Except yeah. I wonder if Harry could have like, like I wonder how much Harry told her. But he was was raised in it, though. So there's a level of like, that's all you know. So how do you explain that to somebody to a certain? But I feel like mm -hmm. he went through. But I feel like with his party boy phase, he did experience a different layer of it. It's true. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that, Mm -hmm. like he there was a lot going on when he was, uh, you know, a young adult that he wouldn't have experienced in terms of like tabloid exposure and and speculation. So I feel Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I just wonder what their conversations were like before entering into this marriage. Mm -hmm. It sounded like they, I mean, at least when you watch them in this interview, like they have a very communicative, very like good marriage. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's the same thing, right? It's like, it's like you can be a professional. This is so random. I'm thinking leading the horse to water, but it's like you can be a professional equestrian and ride a horse and explain it to somebody. But until they're actually on a horse, like Mm -hmm. you can't, it's just yeah. I, even even as much as you explain it, and the, like you were mm-hmm. saying too, Natasha, about the British tabloids. I mean, it's mm. wild to even see like um, the difference in a uh, reality TV over there, like uh, mm-hmm. like Love mm-hmm. Island. The bat, like all the pe- contestants of Love Love Island. What you've seen, so many people unfortunately end their lives. The tabloids are ruthless mm-hmm. over there to a whole. I mean, and we it's bad here. It's a whole different level over there. So I'd assume Megan, who's already like famous and has dealt with 
a, like paparazzi and all right. that yeah. right but then yeah. it's like oh then you're in the royal family mm-hmm. like the the most talked about obsessed about thing in the tabloids mm-hmm. becca she was talking about how they would host like the the royal family hosts the like okay magazine type places like mm-hmm. in in the palace they host them they have like this, holiday like, parties yeah, yeah they have this like symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. What? Yeah. To what? There's, there's to what benefit? More. Like to what gain? I guess so they have some say, some protections, yeah. some like standard as to like you can't just go off the wall printing whatever about us. Yeah. Um, I don't really know because they still post whatever. I mean, they had right? there's like front page news where they're like comparing baby Archie to like a chimp to a monkey. Like they post that type of shit in Britain. Yeah. Like, somehow their tabloid system they could just do whatever mm-hmm. i don't know how which i don't know, I don't know how, how that is said. paparazzi killed diana adele we have never seen her child because she was like oh no i have all the money and i'll take yours too yep you know <laughs> what i mean like i don't know how they haven't learned yet i don't understand i don't know i don't know yeah it's pretty well that sounds dark british broads no, right in you guys have an email address you all right in please because it's like you think it's bad over here and then you see some of like yeah you see the paparazzi over there and it's just next level like holy no. shit amy winehouse we literally oh, watched yes. her die they documented yeah. her death yeah. they were there at every step of the way taking yep. pictures of everything like they are and posting insane stories about Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't understand the system over there. I would love somebody to explain it because their yeah. paparazzi, their tabloids is like next fucking level. You really think it's that it's that much more gnarly than in America? Yeah. Really? I think so. I, I don't know if it's because more people like buy the magazines maybe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But it's just it's so bad. Oof. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. I don't know any tabloid over here that would get away with posting a front page story comparing no, a baby to a monkey. No. <laughs> like, I don't know what. Yeah. Right? I don't not know how that, they get away with that over there. Not that, but then Kim Kardashian is not on the same level. But I was just thinking about how Kim Kardashian was posting when the Britney Spears documentary came out about mm. like how she was getting compared to a whale when she yeah. had like preeclampsia when she was pregnant with North and how everyone was just like saying how fat and disgusted. Like all these different headlines mm. were like mm-hmm. Kim gains 50 pounds, like her worst nightmare. Like mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. fat mm-hmm. and falling apart, like mm-hmm. Dif- mm-hmm. very different, but. Yeah, but kind of the same. Yeah, but, yeah. Pretty gnarly. You think it's it's it's. I mean, in both senses, the paparazzi. It's, yeah, it's time it to go. It's rabid. time to go. How mm-hmm. in God's name are you legally allowed to take a photo of someone when they're like privately doing their own? Yes, they're in public, but they're they're outside. They're not like on a set somewhere. Like I can't believe right. that paparazzi are legal. Like you can't, yeah. you can't take someone's photo, print it on a shirt and sell it. But I, as a paparazzi can sell a photo for like a million dollars of mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. like with their baby outside in a parking lot, trying to like, you know, put them in, like strap them in the car. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, that's the wildest yeah. thing to me ever. The paparazzi, mm-hmm. I just, no, no, Meanwhile, no. me Googling Lord. photos being like Kylie Jenner, pregnant photos <laughs> <laughs> when all the rumors are going around. I'm like, oh my god, that's right, because she hid. I forgot about that. 
Yeah, that and I will never forget intense. this. One of her like employees or housekeepers at her house took a fucking photo down the hallway of her in her own house with her little pregnant <gasps> belly. It was like a blurry no. photo. But I was like, can you imagine how you would feel like that's so violating. Can you imagine so how violating. much money that housekeeper would owe Kylie Jenner if she oh, right. that. she did anything with that photo? <laughs> Can you I imagine mean, how much she made off of that photo? How much she made? <laughs> Potentially, yeah. yeah. Millions. Damn. It oh, had to be it wasn't that what was the one photo mm. of Britney that the guy got a million dollars for? He was saying that that could happen if you got like the right photo. A million dollars. A million dollars. Well, that's what? where it's like, I mean, I know it's unethical to profit off of someone's fame, but at the same time, I'm like, damn, I wouldn't hate. So I don't know if I could hate someone trying to get a photo, a secret photo of me pregnant if they were literally going to set up their whole family for life from that one photo. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not saying that it's ethical or right, but damn, yeah. I kind of understand where they're coming from. It. It's a vehicle it's capitalism yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 Here, one second. Let me grab my baby. Yeah. While she's grabbing the baby. Okay, let's get back to Bachelor. So we have the least favorite from this season. Season. Who are the favorites? Who are your personal favorite? Yeah. <laughs> um, Michelle. I do really like Michelle. Yeah, we love uh, her. Oh, baby. Um, she. I mean. We have to always remember she came in like three weeks late. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that. Oh my God. She, I forgot she was in the second wave. Mm-hmm. She was in the, the second, second wave. wave. <laughs> she has not been here that long. <laughs> the second wave. The, the new strain, the new yeah. variant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just like her very like natural connection with Matt. And in this, this episode in particular, um, she like I like going into the the nighttime dinner portion she like immediately tells him like just know that you can you can be open with me you can share anything with me she like always knows to say the right thing to make him feel comfortable Mm because he looks very uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the time and you can tell he struggles with vulnerability and she just kind of creates like a nice open space like very Justine said she's like very much a teacher like very teacher like Mm -hmm. but not in a in a way that's like warm and comforting and like someone you want to open up like, to not not condescending to. yeah mm-hmm. right 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 mm-hmm. so yeah i'm a michelle fan but show love yeah her. love michelle i love um also it's purely for the looks serena serena oh, yeah. c with them looks Ooh. yeah serena c i mean always mm-hmm. always every single always. outfit she would turn the corner and i was like okay yeah was she the one with the brown leather pants no, yes. Serena, Serena P. We're talking about Serena C. The voice Serena that I like to do. No, 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 no. Who was wearing the Who was wearing the brown leather pants? <laughs> Serena P. Oh, okay, brown okay, 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 oh okay. Okay, but you guys are talking about the looks of Serena C. Serena C. Serena C. Yes. C okay. Always yeah. with like, always. I mean, she'd have a killer boot on. She'd yep. have a mm-hmm. great like. Uh, little onesie situation tucked in, like a deep. I mean, the hair, the lashes, the lashes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The lashes were enviable. They were, they were good. They were good. (laughs) 
I feel like she's definitely there's a potential for a big Serena C moment um, in paradise for sure. Yes, definitely. Because I can't even imagine her beach looks. I can't even fathom. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) They're going to be great. (laughs) It's like I see a bathing suit with like she definitely will wear like a chain, like one of the jewelry chains. All the way down. Yes. Yes. yes, so good. A lot of accessories. Mm-hmm. I yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. stilettos in the sand. Angry about going into the sand. <laughs> yes. Like very agitated. Never and a just- wedge. Never a wedge. Always a stiletto. Yes. <laughs> Always the tie up. The ballet tie up. Oh, God. oh she's so good. Oh, oh God. I could not stand her. I think yeah, you could not stand her too. Like yeah, personally, it's just the looks. Yeah. It's that's the it. looks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave that disclaimer the at the beginning, so I'm not hating. But yeah. God, I could not stand her attitude. Mm-hmm. Drove me I, nuts. I couldn't. <laughs> the attitude was a thing, but I mm-hmm. couldn't help but be obsessed. I, I, you know, I. The, the side comments, the commentary on the side, I just love so much. I love that her voice never went, like, it was monotone the entire time. <laughs> Dude, the problem is with the season is that I have so many least favorites uh-huh. and not enough favorites. I'm like, uh, MJ yeah. hated her. Yeah. Serena C hated uh, her. Yeah. You know? Horrible. Oh, you know what I loved? I loved Jasenia. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Jasenia is a queen. Jasenia mm-hmm. was yeah. amazing. She was amazing. She was She's gonna have a paradise mm-hmm. moment too. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are, there feels like there's gonna be a lot. I mean, this paradise is gonna be like super sized. Mm-hmm. Like who who are the people that you are like we must see on paradise? Oh my gosh! Oh, so we're talking Asia season Pete's two now. Season. And Pete season. Damn, Peter season two. Who's even you on know Peter's we're going to see Madison and Hannah Ann coming out of the woodwork. You oh, think God. in a one piece exclusively? <laughs> <laughs> you think a high neck one piece? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm calling it now. She's in the one piece wearing Converse. Oh. And the men no. and the men are going to be putty in her hands. Putty in her hands. We're gonna be watching oh. Serena C strut around in those stilettos, be like, "Yes, yes, girl." And the men are gonna be like, "Check out those Converse," and we'll be like, no. "So down to earth." <laughs> so down to earth. Like, yeah. She's not like other girls. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, Franklin, God. who do you think is gonna have their moment oh. in paradise? Oh. Sorry, we're. Sorry, we're waiting for Grandma to come out of the bathroom right now to take over, but he is having a moment <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, no. oh, we're so <laughs> oh, okay. Well, broads, you can join us in simplifying our lives in whatever way we can. It's been one heck of a year, and the best thing we can all do for ourselves is shorten those never-ending to-do lists mm-hmm. with stamps.com. With stamps.com, you can permanently Bless. mark go to the post office off your list, whether you need to ship boxes or maybe send orders for your business or even just stock up on stamps. Stamps.com can do it all and save you a lot of time and money along the way. I mean, there really isn't anything you can do at the post office that you can't do online from your home with stamps.com. You use your home computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package or class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Like I've sent stuff to Canada through stamps.com. So easy. Um, All you have to do is schedule a pickup or a drop-off 
um, or you can drop off your parcels when you're ready. I use stamps.com for everything now. And the time it has saved me is invaluable. I love not having to wait in line at the post office because I swear, even if you go at like a 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, there's going to be 50 people out the door. There's always a wild line. I've been using stamps.com for like seven years or something like that. It's changed the game for me. And it gets even better because like I said, not only will you save time, you'll also save money. Stamps.com gives you discounts that you can't even get at this post office, like mm-hmm. 40% off post office shipping rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rate, rates, which is wild. That ends up saving you so much money in the long run. Yeah. So stop wasting time. Go to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code chatty, you're going to get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. So there's no long term commitments or contracts. You just go to stamps.com. You click at the mic at the top of the homepage and you type in chatty stamps.com promo code chatty stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Broads, have you ever had the feeling where you get your paycheck and you're so excited, like on cloud nine excited, and then you realize almost the entire thing has to go right to credit card bills? It is the biggest buzzkill of all time. The feeling is just... It is just too familiar for me personally. I have been there many times before, and I think most people have, which is why I know how important it is to get your finances under control, which is why Upstart is so amazing. It helps bring the financial freedom to you. It's within reach because of Upstart. Upstart is the fast, easy way to get a personal loan to help you pay off your debt. The whole thing's done online and they really make it an easy process to understand. And it's an even easier process to complete. So Upstart works with their trusted partners to get you the best rates possible based on more than just your credit score. And all it takes is a five minute check and you're going to have rates available for loans from $1,000 to $50,000 just ready for your review. Mm -hmm. You can even get approved the same day and have the funds available as quickly as the next business day. And as someone who is struggle city when it comes to understanding finances, I can say the folks at Upstart make it very manageable to understand too. Finances can be stressful, overwhelming, and in all honesty, soul crushing, but there is a way out. Take back control of your finances with Upstart. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash chatty. That's upstart.com slash chatty. Please don't forget to use our URL so they know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other info provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash chatty. Now, speaking of the guys, who is going to be the most sought after man on the beach? Ooh, great question. Ooh. Riley, Dr. Joe. I'm calling it now. Ooh, Riley? I think so. Riley's on Instagram flexing. <laughs> You'll see Riley on Instagram. <laughs> so Riley, he has been working out a ton lately. He's been mm-hmm. posting that. And He's posting. getting beach ready. He's getting beach oh, ready. Okay. You know who's okay. going to have their moment? And Jess and I will be livid. I will be. I don't know. I can't. I have a hard time even talking about him without getting absurdly heated. Ooh. Me too. Ben. Yeah, I knew oh, it. I knew that was it. Ben from Tasia. He's gonna clean up in yeah, paradise. He is. He's gonna clean up. He is. Yeah. Yeah. We, we predict next Blake energy. Like he's uh-huh. definitely been sliding into everybody's DMs. Mm. I pray. Mm. I can only pray to the Lord on high that that happens. Mm. Yeah. All the girls come is. down there with beef already. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> a bad edit. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna clean up. Yeah, he's gonna clean up or just be in some mess. Yeah, um, trying to repair him his image the whole time. I think Wait, Ivan is gonna do well. Yes, Ivan will do so well. I, I hope, hope he finds his Ivan love. Yeah. yeah, me too. I saw someone post um, like they're they're shipping Ivan and Jessenia, and I'm like, oh, I like. That mm. pair, okay. Ivan and Jessenia together. Uh, I can see that. You don't like boring. Boring. <laughs> no. no, Ivan needs to be with someone a little bit more. A little, someone yeah, a little more spicy. Spicier. I feel like Jessenia. I feel like they're on the same page. You know, they're both like really like cool, respectful people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like Round same, same vibe. It would work for sure. Yeah. <sighs> You know why um, Hope is working, but she might be on Paradise is Chelsea. Like I hope for those oh, looks yeah. that she. Oh. I mean, just the intro alone. She was I like, mean, I know murder. <laughs> no, it's it's, and you already know. You already know the song. She'll be doing her runway walk down uh-huh. the sand. She's the down supermodel. The oh mm-hmm. gosh, no, it's so true. Okay, I need to talk real quick, though. Jess, this is something we did not cover that we've been meaning to cover about Ben in particular. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about it. He <laughs> and Noah were like two of the only guys from Tasha's season to not do the solidarity post about the Chris Harrison thing. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And Jess brought it up and was like, interesting how like so many different women are getting shit. The the women of the Bachelor yeah. franchise always get hold to higher standards. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Ben is like Mr. Woke King, you know, ah. like I mm-hmm. love I love you, BB. That's what he likes to portray of himself. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's well, <laughs> Justine, you're like, huh? What are you talking about? He, I feel, he, he has a gym. He has like a queer friendly gym yeah, or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he and he was all about, you know, like mental health. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Queer friendly, body positive gym. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I found it very interesting that he didn't mm-hmm. take any time out of his posting about his fucking gym all the time. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. Even just post, even just repost the little frame. Even a that, repost. Like, yeah. You know, I it was yeah. It was interesting because it's like, and I was and no one says shit about, about it. it either. Yeah, that, that was my thing. I'm like, I yeah. see so many women from this the show, yeah. be pressured, and especially the women of color, which to me is ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. like, why are why are they getting pressured to address all these these topics, mm-hmm. and then and then the men aren't getting held to the standard, but then specifically, like. I'm sorry, Ben has the most followers of all the guys from the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think That's minus, crazy. minus Zach. Because he got top two. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, there has it's been dead silence from anything, uh, him addressing, not only posting the Solidarity post, but talking about anything, supporting like yeah, any yeah. cause, nothing. Right. And um, I just found it so interesting, all these like, these people were like calling out like certain people and, mm-hmm. and Ben kind of kind of faded into the background a little mm-hmm. bit. And, uh, you know, same thing too with Noah, like, you know, Noah, his, his bio is like, I love Jesus and you know, da da da. And I'm just like, what would Jesus do Noah? What would Jesus <laughs> do? 
stay silent on these topics? I yeah. think not, my no, guy. No. <laughs> I think no, not. It, no, it doesn't shock me at all. That doesn't shock yeah. me in the mm-hmm. least. Isn't he from Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah. 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 Ben, I did oh, not know. That is a yeah, I didn't know yeah. that either. It's been it's been radio silence. And wow. I think I'm pretty convinced that Ben is really trying to stay in the good graces of production. Oh. Of course he is. You know. I was just going to say, because I'm like, okay, if your auntie is Chef Antonia, then your niece is Heavy D's daughter. You're not going to say something? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, oh, okay. But then, because... Colton energy. He will do anything. Yeah. Oh my God. Ew. <laughs> mm. Mm. Colton energy. Oh Colton no. Energy. Did yeah. I tell you that oh, someone no. told me, someone in the inside told me that he did tell one of the producers straight up on Paradise, like, just tell me what I need to say and do to become The Bachelor. Colton? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Straight up, just tell me what I need to say and do. And he did what he needed to say and... and did and done and he became mm-hmm. a bachelor and who Ew. has that fucking energy ben a fucking simp yeah. for production a funky yeah. fucking simp for chris harrison yeah. anything yeah. ben needs to do because <laughs> <laughs> having a moment <laughs> but it definitely makes sense to me right like so if ben if yeah. he then wants to that stay, that makes so much sense, though, Jess. I hadn't it, heard your take on that. That makes a lot of sense. If he wants to stay in in the good graces mm-hmm. of production, yeah. he's going to stay silent about Chris Harrison. He's going to like he's not going to like talk about um uh about Rachel Lindsay and standing up for Rachel Lindsay and speaking oh, yeah. out. And my thing is, it's like I believe the man wants to go on Paradise, mm-hmm. and he's seen he's seen Colton, he's seen Nick Vial, where it's like you go on Paradise, then you become the next Bachelor. Yeah, and a lot mm-hmm. of people were talking about like he was he was the favorite of many people it was like i wish ben was the bachelor um so i i feel like Mm. he's trying to keep his you know he's trying to keep his uh for lack of a better term hands clean Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. certain opinions Mm -hmm. and kind of stay vanilla Mm -hmm. so that nobody can Mm -hmm. say anything about him and have opinions and just be like Mm -hmm. we love him yeah right that's what it seems. That's crazy. But that that's that's whack because it seems like almost he's like now in the minority in terms of someone yeah, who hasn't totally. said anything. Right. Yes. That's the right. weird thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, everybody has done something. Yeah. Even a little performative post, a little performative repost. Like, yeah. Everybody's done something at this rate. So you're in the minority, my dude. Like, yeah. what? Well, speaking like, of the, all the performative posts and per- being performative, um, oh. we would love to hear the take on uh, on Chris Harrison's um, Good oh. Morning America <laughs> apology. I'll put quotations around apology. Mm. <laughs> I said that I think he sealed his fate for not coming back after that apology. Personally. Wow. Okay. I don't, how do you come back from that? And this franchise is trash. They, I mean, I, I don't put much past them, but I don't, I just foresee potential advertisers pulling if they announce Mm -hmm. that he's coming back Mm -hmm. because that apology his thing with Rachel Lindsay aside was horrible. This apology right after it was just as horrible in a mm-hmm. different way. I can't How, see anyone he's, he's being yet, impressed by that. Like, no, I, don't, I was impressed. 
he's yet to redeem himself. So are we mm-hmm. gonna are we waiting for another apology, like a better one than that? I mean, how is he gonna come back and host after that apology? It just doesn't. Mm. I think, I think he, he embarrassed his, his face, supporters. But... I think his supporters yeah. were like, yeah. <laughs> I think he did too. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. I don't see how there's any reckoning after that unless he comes back with another apology on top of the apology. Like, what are we doing now? (laughs) Now we're just moving mountains to keep him here? Like, come on. (laughs) It's like an inception of apologies, like him within one apology, within another apology, within another apology. You're just like, what is happening right now? You guys, it's not the first time we've seen it in the past couple weeks. So, yeah. Multiple apologies upon apologies. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. The apology for the apology that was for the apology that was. Mm -hmm. What do you think Mm -hmm. happened though? This man is the TV host. Like, how. How did he? I just was so blown away. I was like, how do you fuck this up? Like, I get that he had a little like PR script, but how do you not like. What it really showed to me is like how not confident and like how undereducated he was in actually being able to say the right thing. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like it showed like really how he is so fucking ignorant because he doesn't even know how to speak naturally and casually Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. like on what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. he couldn't even get his own apology from his heart because it's not there. He doesn't apologize. He's not sorry. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So all he could do was deliver this scripted PR, like you know, dossier, mm-hmm. and it came off exactly what which it was, which was not sincere. Which he couldn't uh, even bother to memorize, yeah, or put <laughs> over the Zoom computer. Like you couldn't even type it out for a sticky and then put it. Like you couldn't even. <laughs> Ooh, use a teleprompter. You can afford it. Straight up. That's what I'm saying. It's just on somewhere. Wouldn't he the cameraman for you earlier? <laughs> have a ear. Have a fucking little earpiece. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Oh, I was just like, is he looking yeah. down at a script right now? Like, what is happening? I... Michael Strahan afterwards was everything because (laughs) I was watching it and I just felt it was just dead silence. It's just like the feeling of crickets in my heart watching this. Like, did I, is that just what happened? And then Michael Strahan was just like, I mean, that was, uh, that was his apology. So, (laughs) Alrighty. I think this a man who clearly wants to keep his job. I mean, there's no Mm -hmm. better description than than when he said that it was like, Mm-hmm. And I was laughing so hard because I told Becca, I was like, I thought I had seen that he was going to be interviewed by Billy Bush. And so part of me yeah. was dying thinking about Chris Harrison, the Zoom coming on and thinking he was going to have Billy Bush sitting across <laughs> from him. And then it's Michael Strahan and Strahan and him being like, like fuck. So, <laughs> yeah. Damn. I know like what I always think of when this in these kind of like when with this is I'm like you're really that afraid that like your racism and your ignorance is going to jump out like that's what I always think of when you have to stick to the script so hard it's like not even Mm -hmm. that it's not even that you're ignorant on what you're talking about it's that you're you're that afraid that you're gonna say some fucked up shit because Mm -hmm. you literally have not put in any work to try to get rid of that fucked up shit that is playing mm-hmm. on like autopilot in your head yeah. all the time that p- yep. just went on fucking autopilot when you were talking to rachel i just still could not believe
leave that interview, I was like, you're on TV, my man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? That he was, was on autopilot, cool. for yeah, real. He yeah. was. Yep. I just could that not believe. I'm like, bro, I uh, like you have been in the spotlight for 20 years now and you are you just really don't know what the oh man, it just was it was crazy. It was crazy. Right. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And I love how Rachel and Michael Strahan just kind of sit back and let him yes. bury himself. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. Michael could have jumped in a couple times, you know, you know, let me, all right, let me <laughs> kind of help this brother out. No, he nope. just let him sit there and look down at his script and find his next line. And, mm-hmm. and Rachel too, just let him have at it. Yeah. Go on autopilot. I'm not jumping yeah. in to save you. This is you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go right mm-hmm. at it. Totally. And then I don't know, um, I saw Rachel's, uh, some of her statements afterwards. And she was saying, like, first of all, she was like, I'm going to, ex- I accept his apology for myself because I need to just accept mm. it to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You know, it wasn't like, you know, Rachel, definitely the statement wasn't just like, oh my God, yes, look at the vil- validity of this. It was like for herself, she <laughs> right. needs to. Yeah. Um, and then, but then I saw her, or I uh, heard her, um, I think it was in the, in, I forget what interview it is now, but she said that like, she's, she's like, no, they're moving forward. They're quarantining for the bachelorette. They're not changing the way that they do things. Mm-hmm. I've, I have, I am removing myself from this franchise. So what? she, she said that? that I saw it this morning. Wow. So she confirmed that Chris is back. Like he's I mean, in quarantine about to go film. She didn't say that Chris was back, but she said they're quarant like she didn't say Chris was quarantining. She said that the production is quarantining mm-hmm. and that they're moving forward and they're ha- they haven't implemented the changes that they need to implement. Mm-hmm. So she is not moving forward right now with the franchise. Wow, wow. I mean, Which it's like good for her. I mean, I yeah. like it's yeah. like obviously seeing that like what she had to do to protect herself in this, mm-hmm. which is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And then hearing her on her podcast with Van Lathan now, yeah. and just even hearing like the joy in her voice by mm-hmm. after taking one week off yeah. from mm-hmm. the horrific racist hate that she's receiving online, mm-hmm. like, and you hear her, it's like, oh my god, this is probably like. I mean, she's just done so much for this franchise already that it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know how she does it. My ass is tired, and I don't even have not half of. We don't even get uh, half of that hate she gets, the half of the expectations on placed on her. Yeah, I don't know how she does it because this past season, just for us, has been fucking exhausting. Mm -hmm. Uh We we received some people who are messaging about that, asking, you know, sending like and us always for both of you as well, sending so much love and so much appreciation for everything that you both do and have been doing for now years in this franchise Mm -hmm. um and people were saying thank god for justine and natasha but like how are they doing how are they going to continue to do this i mean in this space like you know and also then ways that like that the listeners and also that we can support both of you moving Mm -hmm. forward in in this because it's just like just a fucking nightmare (laughs) yeah yeah i mean Um, we don't know what we're gonna do yeah (laughs) Yeah, the easiest way to support us obviously is through our Patreon, patreon.com backslash two black girls one rose. Um, we keep creating on and off season, so we 
love all things that are not The Bachelor, and we always dip our toes into the to the Bachelor world. So we're gonna be around. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna keep going. You shall see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you, you can- I gotta go, you guys, because my child's freaking the fuck out, as you may have been hearing in the background. Um, <laughs> oh, Christine and Natasha, oh. so great talking to you for the past hour. It's Good been fantastic. Um, so much fun. Hope we can all rejoin in the future, in person, like we were saying. And thank you so much, as usual. In person, Thanks. in person. All right. Oh, bye, bye, so, so Becca, I mean, the woman has been having to juggle all the babies in the finals and all oh this. My God. So. School and all this. I do not know how this is her finals week. So officially next week we can record oh in God. person That's... again together oh, and like she good. can have a moment yeah. away and I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know yeah. how you do it. Um, okay, so we've been talking Bachelor and obviously ways that we can continue to support the two of you. And you, like Broads, just side note, my favorite podcast, Bachelor podcast, which I always have to wait to listen to until we're done with the season so I don't snake ideas from both of you. But highly recommend <laughs> if you have not listened to Two Flat Girls, One Rose. I always binge all of the oh. Patreon episodes after the season is done. Um, oh. But can we talk? Can we talk some Real Housewives? Absolutely. Do it. Okay. Please. All right. <laughs> so, did you? Where do we start? Okay. Did you all watch? Did you watch Potomac? Oh, obsessively. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's the best. It's the best city. It's the best city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Justine. Justine got me onto it. I was late to it, but I'm on it now. It's awesome. It's the best I mean. One. I could not. I I know it's like it's not as well known. And I watched in the first season. I was like, this is so good. But this last season, it it mm-hmm. rivals mm-hmm. any season to me. Broads, if you haven't watched, like this is now a fun thing to binge now that Bachelor is wrapping yes. up. Yeah. Binge yeah. Potomac. Make sure the numbers mm-hmm. are good so they Please. will keep giving us Potomac. Absolutely. Season. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> Oh I mean, God. what were y'all's thoughts on, like, I mean, the Michael situation? Oh, <laughs> oh God. Ugh, that's where we're starting. <laughs> Michael <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> Michael is what? the worst. They must have an agreement. I don't understand Ashley and this marriage. I, I there think, has to be. I think she <laughs> loves him. I think they are in love. I what think that's so. love. I think the I think the way that and their sex life is so um, uh, dynamic. And you know, I'm here for every yeah. kind of life, marriage, all this. <laughs> sure, sure. So they have a lot of third parties coming in, <laughs> like. And he's giving her his her mom four thousand dollars a month or something crazy, and she walking around in them party city wigs. What is going on here? What is going on? I don't know. I that's what maybe thinks an agreement. The mamas is like what's going on with the mama, and then Michael just kind of run the streets, and Ashley just has to sit on the reunion and alone. him up and down alone. alone but she's alone. pregnant again, yeah. so she's like she's getting her babies out of this. It's like what? What mm-hmm. are we? What is this? The level, of, regardless of if it's an agreement or if she is deeply in love, the woman stands by. Michael. Michael like I mean Uh he has done everything at this point on this show now he has been caught doing absolutely everything Everything. I don't know how she remains calm when she saw the photos that like that were were getting passed around Mm -hmm. and it was just like Mm -hmm. oh my god how in the world like 
is she chill right now? And she does this. this though. He does this. He I does. remember. She also said a story about how he slept in the baby's room or something because he came home all drunk and crazy one night. Oh yeah. <laughs> He came home from the, from the strip club and she was like breastfeeding and was like, get out of my house. And he was like, this is not your house. Oh, my God. And can you imagine him stumbling in drunk of all people? You would just be like, <laughs> go elsewhere, Please. sir. Gross. I, Gross. I started to. So I was never I was never a Candace fan. Mm-hmm. But I was starting to like I was I was going in and out in this season. I was oh. like, yeah. I was too. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was too. Yeah. I, just, I mean, I'm late to Potomac's. I don't know the full layers of Candace. I never went back and watched all of it, but I just know like we're supposed to hate Candace and whatever. But um, the way Monique dragged her and I mean, I couldn't not feel bad for the girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah. I felt bad you for her. I, I felt like it was when I was watching the show. I felt like it was such a situation where, and maybe I'd, I'll get heat for this. I was like, I see both sides mm-hmm. of, of this situation because mm, everything yeah, that Candace same. has always been saying about Monique and they kept replaying the scenario and it was mm-hmm. like, I kind of see both things happening and everyone standing mm. firm that it was like, and, sh- and like, mm-hmm. yes, but I, I also, I don't yeah. know. I was feeling, but I also always liked Monique. So it, it was... It was like, you know, mm-hmm. and I do I do have such a soft spot for T'Challa. I just love that bird. <laughs> T'Challa. Oh, God. I love that bird so much. When she showed up to Karen's God house bird. with a bird on a leash. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> it's like the oh aesthetic that we've been wanting is like she's showing up with a bird like it was incredible mm-hmm. loved karen Crazy. this season i was karen i loved karen loved i love karen, karen. <laughs> loved karen this season oh my God. so much i love karen karen i feel um, like i feel like the the real houses housewives of potomac are the only women in the franchise who could they could have like a a bachelor in paradise style get together with like the real housewives of new york and it would Mm. be like it would be on the same level of like drama entertainment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. level of being able to like Mm -hmm. i feel like everyone Mm. is um so fucking quick yeah Mm-hmm. Like when yep. they're arguing, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. how is everyone from the, from the New York Housewives and the Potomac Housewives able to come with up with these comebacks so quickly? I yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. New York, those ladies are sharp, sharp. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like Potomac's yeah. the same way. Same, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they're all carrying the season. They're all coming. They're yes. all bringing it. Yeah, yes. every one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so true. There Great. wasn't like anyone. I feel like there wasn't anyone who was like, "Oh, it's you know, it's the like someone's a dud." Like, there's always like one dud. Yeah, yeah. no, there was no like Teddy Melancamp. Oh, uh, right, <laughs> right. Well, you, well, maybe Wendy. I thought Wendy was like kind of boring. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I, I really loved her husband. Loved her husband. I feel like there's a lot of drama back there. I think she has a mess, yeah. but she wasn't fully bringing it. But I think there's just so much Canda. There's the other girls are doing so much. Yeah, yeah there was. We yeah. can really see <laughs> Wendy shine. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. lot. Did you all watch uh, the Real Housewives of Orange County this season? No, 
I don't. I have not watched that in years. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I watch it just because of be- being like growing up in Orange County. Mm-hmm. That it's just like I'm like, oh, there's my restaurant. Know that <laughs> yeah. person. Know that person. Yeah. And you know they're wow. all. It, they're just. Uh, they're just disastrous. Mm-hmm. It was. I was. Oh. I was curious because the season was so boring. It was oh, really brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Because they lost Who is on is anyone is anyone left? Yeah. Um Vicky, Tamara, any of those ladies? Vicky's gone as of this season. Tamara's oh, gone shit. as of this season. Oh, Shannon Tamara's gone. Mm. Shannon's the only one who's like one of oh, the ori- more original ones. Okay. Okay. So it's like without in Vicky, I mean, Vicky was the entertainment. Vicky and Tamara were the entertainment of the show. Yeah. They're constantly yeah. nudes, screaming. They're, yeah. they're gone. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it was just such a snooze fest. I was like, this is so cool. I, I watched just to kind of finish it up because I was curious about, I'm always curious about the reunion. I love yeah. the reunion. Yeah. Always. I will yeah. say too, the season premiere of salt lake city my boyfriend was here watching it with me and they were showing every season one uh premiere of every uh uh city and season one oc like episode seven or whatever was on and it was joe driving away in that mercedes and i was oh, like babe this was tv joe. this was tv baby <laughs> was tv but she pulled out that driver with that car and it says smiley on the back oh my god <laughs> Couldn't stand his kids. <laughs> he oh, so oh my god! It was, she was so just good. The wicked stepmother. Classic. It was yes, so literally. Oh my god! No, I remember watching oh. the first that first episode mm-hmm. and just being like turning like the like the episode turned off, and I was like, "Oh my god! Thank you, thank you, God, so much." <laughs> I don't know what I just watched, but it's incredible. This is glorious. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. it is That's the OG, and there was Vicky, the final, so last season, uh, mm-hmm. last season's reunion. She was like, it was her final season, and mm. she was screaming at Andy Cohen, screaming <laughs> at him, <laughs> screaming at Andy Cohen that she oh is God. the OG of the OC, and she is the only reason that this franchise exists. Screaming oh, at him. Oh, it was, okay. it, was right. it was unbelievable right. television. <laughs> <laughs> It's just I pictured every housewife popping out oh and being from all the different God. franchises being like, uh-huh. are you joking? I mean, she's yeah. she's a powerful character, but yes. like, yeah. you know, yeah, just yeah. being like, I am. Yeah. She was yelling, I am this franchise, screaming it. Fantastic. I am this franchise. Just <laughs> absolutely incredible. It was such good television. I watched it like no. three times. Yeah. Oh my god! I need to go watch that. Yeah, clip. This is clip. Yeah, no, so you go watch the clip. Like Vicky at the most recent reunion. I mean, un- absolutely unbelievable. Wow. It was, and so that's how good. she goes out. Wow. And that's yeah. how she goes out. And honestly, that was the only way that she could go out. Yeah, she could go out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they yep. had to like be dragging her out with security just like at her screaming that she owns the franchise and she's probably gonna sue or something like that and it was just this is the only way i mean she was screaming god knows what i don't even know like she was walking out like throwing shit (laughs) that she was just the queen oh my god it was so good it was so good 
but oh, yeah golden days golden days of bravo mm-hmm. i know i miss it so much mm-hmm. i already mm-hmm. miss all i miss potomac dallas is happening i'm i'm watching that now i've never dallas. seen dallas i know nothing yeah what's a quick what's going on in dallas what's like the synopsis what's the i know nothing about dallas so right now dallas is um there's it's tough because it's like season five so there's kind of like a lot of random i think Mm -hmm. yeah it's four or five so there's a lot of like random things happening amongst the characters like fights between different Mm. women um but you know dallas is one of those ones where it's like i watch it as a filler because i need some sort of housewife material Mm -hmm. but i I don't feel in i don't feel invested Mm -hmm. with anyone you know it's it's and um the last though the last season they during the season the airing of the season and the reunion the main like the main uh woman who was kind of the one who you would if anyone was like you know carrying the show a little bit it was Mm -hmm. she was one of the main ones and she got kicked off the franchise because she on on camera was being so racist towards the newest member who is a Mexican woman. And she was being like, I mean, it was on, on camera, on camera. And then Andy confronted her at the reunion. Mm -hmm. And she was like, it was just a million excuses. Even when she had had, even when she had had time to like, you know, yeah, right. figure something out. Do yeah. some work, process a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. get it God, for the love of God, even just get a PR statement up in here. Like mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. she and it it was it was it was wow. hard to watch. And I was like a little bit after that, I was like, oh, I don't know, this is so brutal. Like I yeah. but yeah. but then they kicked her off. So you know wow. <laughs> she's not Damn. there anymore. But yeah. but that was that was kind of a little bit of what happened with the uh the Orange County Housewife reunion yeah. this season. Did you see right. that? Uh, yeah, I did see the oh, very I think you were tail telling end. Yeah. yeah. Well, Shannon was it was it Shannon who was like, I'm black. That oh that was um uh why am I why am I blanking? Oh my god, why am I blanking? Um, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Dodd. Kelly Dodd. Tan looks yeah. Sicilian at best. Yeah, what Kelly Dodd. I'm black. Like, yes, what? and she's yelling and she was screaming about Trump and because yeah. she's dating a Fox oh, News no. correspondent, like some well-known Fox mm, News guy. Yeah, yeah. And mm. so they were like getting into it, and I would not be surprised if Kelly Dodd was fired. I'll say I'll say that much yeah, after the dis- after the display at that reunion, and also even mm-hmm. Shannon. Wow, yeah, Shannon was Shannon. pulling some bullshit too, and it's just yeah. like okay, yeah. Shannon, like you know. Yeah, I was. It was wild. Damn, these <laughs> these housewives. These these ladies are nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, the middle, the the west side of the country, those uh, those franchises are starting to just like lose That's lose it a little bit. It's like it's the west coast. You got to keep the East Coast franchise going. You got to keep yeah. New York, New Jersey, Potomac. Yeah. You know, Atlanta. Yeah. Like those are the ones that need yeah. to continue. Because yes, please. All the other Dang. on the other side is just a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I don't even watch the West Coast. I just realized I watched a little bit of Salt Lake City, but OC, Beverly Hills, Dallas. I've I've stopped watching those. No, so. they're all going down the drain. It's time it's for the East down. Coast to just continue. <laughs> Let it ride. Oh, no. uh, anywho, 
ladies it was so nice to have you both on oh, oh, yes. it was so nice to fun. talk to you both Jess, actually yeah. i do have a quick question for you yes really please. fast drag race question who was your oh, favorite my- snatch game who was your least favorite Ooh. snatch game okay well let me tell let me tell you something okay. and i am i am raging about one thing and oh. because now don't get me wrong i love got mick and i thought mm-hmm. got mick was fantastic mm-hmm. simone was robbed Simone was robbed. Just the idea of Harriet Tubman is hysterical. Everything. <laughs> oh, God, the Harriet Tubman. The idea, the delivery, yeah. the fashion, the yeah. statement. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, everything was so good. good. I was like, there's mm-hmm. no way that Simone's not winning this challenge. So when the, sh- she didn't even get in the top, she was safe. I'm like, yeah, no, she was safe. No, no, right. no, no, no. I was very angry. I was yeah. like, I normally am pretty. I I normally feel like I am in agreement with yeah. the judges. But mm-hmm. that one, mm-hmm. I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, And my least favorite for for Snatch Game was, you know, <sighs> Utica's was so <gasps> brutal. <laughs> Go look the best. <laughs> Bob Ross? That was Utica's Bob Ross. Like, oh, please. The scariest Bob Ross I've ever seen in my life. Horrible. Horrible. Demonic Bob Ross with the squirrels <laughs> and like the paint dripping head. out of the mouth. And it was just like, and you know what's so weird too is Utica's so like soft spoken and such like a little mm-hmm. bit like fairy persona. Yes. I'm like, oh, yeah. Utica's yeah. going to kill Bob Ross. Like yes. it's going to be so good. Yeah. And then Utica made it a horror movie. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Damn. What did you all feel about the like? What was the top and bottom? Oh, top was some. So I don't really watch. I just watched this weekend with with Justine and Snatch um, Games. Always, but that's the best. Yeah, I fell into Snatch Game. Yeah, but I agree. Simone, I did love the Paris Hilton. Was that that's Got Mick. Mick? Yeah. yeah, who won? Who I loved the Paris Hilton? Mm-hmm. Who won? Okay, but I didn't like her like runway gothic i liked god mix runway i liked it i I liked the runway but the the safety pin i I couldn't believe that they weren't commenting that it was just falling the whole time it was making me kind of crazy it was like it was Mm -hmm. instead of being up it was just down the whole time so it was kind of distracting to me but i yeah i thought it was cool i think got mix fashion is always like pretty unreal Mm -hmm. um but yeah got mix was really was incredible too Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah. Who were your favorites, Justine? Favorite was Simone. Least favorite, I will have to say, I really did not like uh, Candy Muse's Patrick Star. That was not Patrick Star. It was Candy oh, Muse. Patrick Star. <laughs> it was Candy Muse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that one was funny. It was like, it was like like it was so funny and candy yes. news is so funny but it was yes. not an impression of patrick star it was not at all yes. oh wow andy who is hysterical yeah. who i hope gets like a whole fenty contract after this is done yes. feel yes. like candy's very savage candy's very fenty makeup like mm-hmm. candy mm-hmm. news is very much embodiment of that whole brand so i hope she gets mm-hmm. like great things after she leaves but that yeah. was so whack and then <laughs> Tabitha Brown was also really bad, and I worshipped the girl. Oh, yeah. You Walks know what? On. That was bad. And that was bad. That, that was one bad. was disappointing, mm-hmm. too, because Olivia Lux killed the last challenge that yep. um, was improv. So I thought mm-hmm. Olivia... And then when Olivia said, 
that she was gonna do Tabitha Brown. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so good, like so easy, yeah, yeah like so, yeah. like that old, like and and Olivia's kind of like Tabitha Brownish, anyways, Ish. like yes. yeah, has like yeah, the big yeah, smile yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Is like mm-hmm. like like yeah, mm-hmm. no, it was kind True. of the same thing. Like the Utica, like they chose people yes. who are kind of in line with their personas, and then mm-hmm. just didn't do it, and mm-hmm. it was just like no. Terrible. I liked Rose. <laughs> I thought the Mary Queen yeah. of Scots was a good call, even it though I couldn't good. understand like 90% of what she was saying, but I thought mm-hmm. it was still really funny. Yeah, it um, was good. Yes. The accent was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I think um I mean I'm I've been I've been Simone and Gottmik have been my two favorites from day mm-hmm. one. So yeah. Yeah. I'm really yeah, I feel like, like Simone has like House of Avalon money. Gottmik has uh, YouTube money. Yes. Or it's going to be like a, a battle for them. Yeah, for yeah sure. I think yeah. I would imagine that they're going to be the top two. Same. Yeah. Mm. And, so. and both of their runway looks always are so oh, unbelievable. Damn. They're so good. Oh, <laughs> my God. My little so one was by the pool this weekend and she had been watching. Um, she's been watching this season with me of drag race and she like wrapped herself in this like weird um raft that we have that have stripes on it she wrapped it all funky and it was sticking out and she was just like i'm a drag queen this is my runway look and she was like strutting and she's like oh my, my drag queen name is popsicles and i was like that's not bad and it was like angling out in different like kind of like got oh t- style angles yes. and she's just like and then she opened it and like revealed herself in like her little reveal. bathing scene. Yeah. <laughs> did a reveal and like and was wearing these little like heels and i was like it's it's kind of too good. I'll be, I'll be real with you. It's kind of too good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh, well, I love oh. you both very, very much. And I wish... Thank um, you for having us. Oh, my goodness. It's always just, like, my most favorite. That's and uh, we have to have another chat. And maybe sometime while, um, you know, when we find out who The Bachelorette is. Mm-hmm. More Bachelor yes. tea. Mm-hmm. All of that's that dissect. business, you mm-hmm. know, after this finale mm-hmm. ends. Um, but uh, Broads, like we said before, best way to support Patreon. You will not, you will not regret it. Like I said, my personal favorite um, Bachelor and Bachelorette podcast. And... Um, uh any social i mean minus at two black girls one rose yeah mm-hmm. that's it that's us number two black girls number one rose pretty much everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. perfect perfect um well yeah. broads all that info will be in the episode notes and we will chat soon yes yeah, sounds yep. good bye, bye. Broads.